0: Welcome to the International Baseball Community Podcast, episode number two, and today I'm interviewing Chris Edwards. I played ball with Chris last year, He's, he was our uh, 2012 import pitcher for the Attening Athletics. Chris uh, is out of Edina, Minnesota, and uh, he comes from the University of Wisconsin-Whitewaters where he started his college career and then ran into some arm troubles along the way, had Tommy John surgery. Recovered from Tommy John and then had three really strong seasons with the University of St. Thomas uh, and was part of their 2009 national championship team. In the summer of 2010, Chris played with the Green Bay Bullfrogs of the Northwoods League. He went on to sign with the St. Paul Saints of the American Association of Independent Baseball in the summer of 2011 before coming to Austria. Chris, what's going on, buddy? Welcome to the podcast. Not too much. Nice to see you, Bernsey. Yeah, it's been a while. You've been on the run. Yes. It, been on the run as usual. You just got back from what was it—a cruise or something? Right?
1: No, it was uh, it was a family vacation. It was uh, Grandma and Grandpa's 60th wedding anniversary, so we uh, wow. did a cruise in the Caribbean, and uh, the main attraction was the Panama Canal.
0: Oh my God! All right, you get yeah. around, don't you? <laughs> and that's what well, we're going to talk a little bit about today. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's one of those things, once you uh, start traveling, you have the travel bug and you want to keep going. Just want to keep keep it rolling forward. Absolutely.
0: All right. Well, it's, it's a little late. It's almost my bedtime in Austria here. It's after 9 o'clock. So I'm going to jump straight into the content. And uh, I, I'd, if you could take us first uh, back to uh, when you were going through the decision process of, hey, I want to take my baseball career over to Europe. Uh, can you kind of walk us through that uh, from the, the point that you realized that's what you want to do and then uh, how you went about finding a job?
1: Okay, um, I would want to say about five years ago, uh, 2007, I traveled to Europe with, my, with the University of Wisconsin-Whitewater. Mm-hmm. We played in uh-huh. Regensburg, which turns out to be one of the nicest stadiums in all of Europe. They host world events there. They hosted the qualifier for the World Baseball Classic. Yeah. And while we were there, we played a German team, and uh, sure enough, they had a couple Americans on the team. And I had no idea what was going on, but it turns out that these Americans were coming over to play the whole summer in Europe. So that's when I first was introduced to the whole idea of Americans going over, uh-huh. or anybody going over to Europe to play baseball. So you hadn't, you hadn't heard anything like that before when you were back home?
0: Just kind mm-hmm. of stumbled upon it?
1: No, absolutely, yeah. Because I mean, when you think of people going to Europe for sports, it's usually basketball and maybe hockey. That's yeah. about it. That's all I had heard of. So the idea and the concept of baseball was a little strange, but seeing it firsthand, it was kind of like, hey, maybe this could be an option. Yeah. So uh, about you know February, two months before the season started, I had uh, my old college coach get contact me and said, "There's a couple teams in Europe looking for some players," and I said, "Well." Um, I wasn't really sure what was going on in the States, looking for minor league or independent ball, so I gave it a shot, and he contacted me with the president of the Atenon Athletics, Sebastian, and uh, turns out it was a great decision. We started talking on Skype and a couple conversations and emails to straight everything out, and uh, mid-April, I was on my way to Atenon, Austria. Wow. Just like oh.
0: that, eh?
1: Absolutely. Okay, so
0: you didn't you didn't send out emails to any other clubs or or, or it was just you just kind of came to you.
1: Sounds no, I was I was kind of I was kind of lucky because my college coach has a definite uh, hand in international baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, he took he took his team that played us. Yeah, uh, yep. University of Wisconsin Whitewater came to play yep. us in Austria last year, and he does clinics around the continent of Europe. Um, he's in Hungary, Germany. Uh, he played his ball in Slovenia, so he definitely has a hand in European ball. And he was, you know, just willing to contact me and see if I was interested. And that's how it came up. I, I, I didn't send out an email to anybody. I just kind of got lucky, and he was my, uh, he was my contact. Mm-hmm. So.
0: And did he give you any kind of guidance, like when you were? negotiating the contract uh you know or or how did you go about that process because uh you know i think that's something our listeners would be interested in just to to find out how that went how that went
1: Mm -hmm. he said he kind of based it off of uh previous players going over there um the contract the president of the athletics sent me a contract via email and he looked it over and said this pretty much matches up Pretty much what everyone else does around Europe. Um, he had a couple other players going to the Czech Republic and to Germany, and my contract pretty much matched up with them. Okay. Um, I think what players can maybe ask is just what have guys gotten in the past? Yeah. That's an easy yeah. way to base off a of salary. Um, they players need to realize that you're coming over to Europe. It's more about the experience. You're, I mean, you're getting paid to live there. You're getting paid to travel to make the tra- to make the flight there. So. Yeah. Yeah. Starting to ask for more and more zeros isn't realistic, but definitely make sure that, you know, it's it's something that is it's a continuance of what's been going on in the past.
0: Yeah, exactly. So we're talking you you had your flight paid for, you were set up in an apartment, yep. and, you know, a little pocket change. So enough to cover the food expenses and maybe you can – yeah, but, you know, what, there were little perks that came along with that too. So you had a few little extras. Can you tell us a little bit about those?
1: Yeah, absolutely. They uh, they set up a deal with a couple of local restaurants where you basically get food vouchers or a certain amount of money yeah. at each restaurant. Yeah. Um, we were lucky enough where we had a nice concession stand yeah. at our stadium, and therefore, you know, during and after practice or after games, there was always food for the player. And, and uh, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, and basically, I mean, the other thing is that every single person on the team, you know, took it to themselves to make sure I was you know taken care of. Um, a lot of the, a lot of my teammates you know offered meals. A lot of them cooked great meals, to tell the truth. Yeah. And uh they took me out to different restaurants. And so, yeah. there's always options there. And all the guys are always looking out to take care of you.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> Inviting you to their homes for home cooked dinners and things like that. Absolutely. Yeah. And then. Uh, well, one thing, the reason why I wanted to invite you to, to this podcast is uh, I, I, really, I really thought uh, it was great how you took full advantage of being in the center of Europe. And, uh, you know, I, I can't even remember how many places you went to. So I thought maybe you could fill us in a little bit about that. Tell us of some of your experiences, you know. Uh, and how did you manage to get that much time off? Or how were you able to squeeze it all in?
1: Uh, well, you know, it was one of those things when uh, we set up my weekly schedule. Uh, We were going to practice on Thursday and Friday. And then uh, with the youth practice, which is usually I'm guessing what all these import players are in charge of is coaching the youth teams in that community. Um, Those were set up on Wednesday and Thursday. Mm -hmm. So what ended up happening was I had Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday totally free to do whatever I could. And what I started to realize is that traveling around Europe is cheaper than I've ever experienced anything, and it's as easy as anything. It doesn't matter if you don't understand the language; it is easier than you can imagine. And uh, I definitely took full advantage of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree. Like, and
0: I, I think that's a good point to make. Is that you need three days? I would say. Like, uh, in, in previous imports, have had maybe you know, working a day, then a day off, and then working a day, and, and I think that's an important thing to kind of work into your contract, is to, to ask for those two or three days in a row, so you have enough time to kind of maybe cross some borders, you know, and, and
1: see some, Absolutely. see some other lands, so where did you go? Um, let's see, the first place I went was to Istanbul, Turkey, yeah. um, I had a lifelong friend who's actually working out there, so I went to go visit him, and, uh, from there, uh, what one what of my, my goals was is to go see some sporting events over there. I'm kind of a big sport guy. I love any type of sport. So I made my way up to Wimbledon. Yeah. And I also yeah. made my way up to the British Open. Yeah. Yeah. And then from there, uh, any, any destination that was within, uh, like a train, uh, you know, a nice easy train ride. Like, you know, where we were in Austria, it was easy to get to Prague or to get to Budapest yeah. and uh, yeah. lots of places in Germany. So, I mean, I just... It was just so easy, just to book it. Up, book a train online, and uh, just basically go from there. Yeah, just hop on.
0: Yeah, how did how did you find uh, on the mound? How did you find the the level of of ball? Maybe even specifically the the hitting in Austria. Did you find like uh, how did you find the the strength of the hitters of the Austrian hitters? <laughs>
1: You know, that's an interesting question because every person I've came back to back home is asking that question. Yeah. It's a really tough answer Yeah. because yeah. If, if you look at my statistics compared to what I did in Austria and compared to what I did in college, I definitely, you know, had a little more strikeouts in Austria. Yeah. But yeah. that's not going to, you know, that's not saying that, you know, it's lesser competition it's just totally different because when you're in Europe, you're playing with people of all ages. Yeah. Um, there, were, there were players that were, you know, into their 30s, and then there were also players that, you know, back in the States, they'd be playing high school baseball.
0: Yeah.
1: So that was kind of an eye-opening experience because usually when you're in college, it's kids that are in their late teens and early 20s. That's just the way it is. And then in pro ball, it's going to be people all through their 20s and then maybe a couple people in their 30s. Yeah. So... The wide range of, and there is a wide range of talent also, too, because, uh, you know, baseball in Europe is pretty new. Yeah. It's only in Austria, and especially in the community I was from, they'd only existed for about 20 years. Yeah, um, Baseball in America has been going on for about 150 years, or who knows, and so... You know, the talent that Austria is at right now, it's, it's very respectable. There are definitely some darn good players in there. Um, I definitely was hit here and there. I think I actually gave up a couple home runs to Austrian batters, so definitely props to them. And, uh, no, I mean, it's, it's not one of those things like y- you will have success. Any American coming over here should have some success because, you know, our, our game when we're in college or at the pro level is a different level. But, you know, there still are some players that are very respectable. And, uh, yeah, so the talent's pretty darn good.
0: Yeah, I'd agree. And every year it's just getting better. You know, every team's bringing over a couple of imports every year, and it's just just raising the level of the bar. So, uh, yeah, I completely agree with you there. Okay, Chris, uh, last question for today. Uh, I just wanted to see if you can give our listeners a little bit of advice on – A little advice when they're deciding to come over and play in Europe for the first time.
1: Um, I'd say one thing for sure is make the most of the opportunity uh, because a lot of people might not even get the chance to travel to Europe. So make the most of it. Go and see as much as you can. Um, Do as much as you can. Don't ever catch yourself sitting around watching TV because you can do that back home. There's a lot of sites and a lot of things to do in Europe that you can't do back home. Uh, the other thing is, you know, when you're playing baseball, uh, you also got to give the respect to the people that are paying you to play. So you definitely got to keep up your game too. So, I mean, it is, it is a lot of free time to go and travel and do a lot of things that you can't do, but you also got to take care of business when you play because you're also kind of representing the U S in a small way or fashion is that you're representing the game that we play over here. So go over to the, you know, go over to Europe, wherever you're playing and play to the best of your ability. Yeah i completely agree i
0: think it's it's pretty hard it's a long season sometimes it's hard to kind of to to you know stay self-disciplined and stay in shape and stay in game shape because a lot of the time you're on your own right so uh it's it's easy to kind of just sit back and watch you know espn mm-hmm. america on, on the big screen or some of like that you got to stay in shape but at the same time like you said i agree get out and see some of europe uh when i was here in 99 i i didn't take advantage of it enough. So whenever I see guys like you come over and go and see everything as pot that they possibly can, then, you know, that's, that's what I want. That's the advice I, I wanted to hear. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Good, bud. Well, I'm hoping to see you in Europe again. Uh, yeah. If you want to come over and play again, uh, you know, I'm definitely going to recommend you. So uh, mm-hmm. fire up a profile on my website. Absolutely. <laughs> right on, man. Okay. Take care, buddy. And, uh, hey. Let's stay in touch. All right, definitely, Bernie. Thanks for doing this. 99 I I didn't take advantage of it enough so whenever I see guys like you come over and go and see everything as pot that they possibly can then you know that's that's what I want that's the advice I I wanted to hear yeah perfect good bud well I'm hoping to see you in Europe again so this is your chance to put a shout out to any teams that may listen to this uh yeah if you want to come over and play again uh you know I'm definitely going to recommend you so uh, Mm -hmm. fire up a profile on my website absolutely (laughs) right on man okay take care buddy and uh let's stay in touch all right
1: definitely thanks for doing this
0: yeah no i appreciate you coming on here and and helping us uh yeah figure out this complicated thing to get over to europe (laughs) it's not so easy (laughs) all right
1: absolutely